comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out live here in Club Pod on Clubhouse. Oh man, loving the Clubhouse community. Hopefully you guys are loving it as well. And speaking of love, hanging out with the one and the only Roger Love along with Craig Clements and John and William and Sarah and Wolf and other friends here today. Super excited to, to be hosting this here in Club Pod and... Uh, and we got a great evening in store. So, Craig, let me uh, let me turn it over to you because you were kind enough to ask me to be involved with this. But ultimately, I am going to be a passenger uh, on your ship, or I guess probably a co-pilot here as well. But uh, let me give you the opportunity to introduce everybody and uh, fire away. The pleasure is mine, Steve. Thanks for kicking it off. I'm so thrilled to be here with the one and only Roger Love voice coach to Bradley Cooper for the movie A Star is Born, Jeff Bridges, I mean, Brennan Bouchard, Tony Robbins, some of the biggest motivational speakers of our time. And I think my favorite, Eminem. We know that story uh, is a wild one. Roger, how you doing, my friend? I'm so excited and honored to be in your company. Hello, Steve. Hello, John and William and Sarah and Wolf. Thank you for being on the top of my screen. And hi, Amy. Roger, I have seen you do your transformations live uh, in person, and I can't wait to dive into that tonight. But we have some special co-hosts. We've got uh, an amazing crowd. we got almost 300 people in the room right now. And wow. before we get started, I want to invite everyone in this room to hit the plus sign below and invite a friend or two who would benefit from hearing Roger's magic on how to transform your voice, whether you want to host better clubhouse rooms, do a podcast, radio, or simply communicate better with your friends, family, business associates, I mean, our voice is one of the things we use the most, yet I would say one of the most overlooked parts of our game when it comes to being impactful. And we are here with the world's finest tonight, Mr. Roger Love himself, and can't wait to dive in. So please ping your friends, take a screenshot, share this on social media, tell people that this room with Roger is about to start now, because not only is Roger going to tell us some of his behind the scenes stories, working with some of the biggest celebrities in the world to help them up their vocal game. He is going to be doing real live transformations. And we have some amazing co-hosts in the house tonight too. Of course, my good friend, Steve Olsher, founder of Club Pod, founder of Podcast Magazine, who is bringing so much value to the platform. John Levy, the behavioral scientist, who is perhaps the most well-networked man in the whole world. Uh, my boy, William Tong, the super connector, who is an early adopter in Clubhouse and is always hosting amazing rooms here. Sarah Pendrick, co-founder of Together We Impress, who throws the highest level mastermind for female entrepreneurs in the world. Wolf. Ex lion who needs no introduction, the guy who introduced me to Clubhouse, and you're gonna hear his uh, sweet, soothing voice here, I'm sure, soon. And Amy Stanton of Stanton and Co. PR, one of the best in the business, who works with a lot of big people and brands herself. And wow, this is gonna be so much fun! So, uh, Roger, 
can you kick us off by telling just a, a, a little bit of your story for those who aren't familiar with how you became the world's most in-demand vocal coach? Absolutely. I love it. People ask me, what do you do? And I say, I'm a voice coach. And then their eyes normally spin back in their head because what's a voice coach? They may think that singers have a voice coach. And that's where I started this journey. I was 16 years old and my voice teacher was the most famous voice teacher in the world at that time because he had every huge celebrity from Madonna to 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 Frank Sinatra, to Stevie Wonder, to the Jacksons, to every great singer. And he suddenly went away to Canada to teach a master class. And remember, I'm 16 and just trying to be a good student. And he comes over to me one day and he says, Roger, I'm leaving for six months. Do you want to take over my studio? And I said, wow, what a nice offer. No, thank you. How could I possibly take over your studio? I'm just a student. I don't know how to teach. And he said, Roger, don't worry about that part. I'm going to pay you $100 an hour. And I said, suddenly I, I wasn't so worried about that. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I'll show up on Monday with business cards and I'll pretend to be a voice coach for $100 an hour. And so I did, not, not with the business cards, but with a great attitude. And my first student was Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. And after that, one star after the next. Stevie Wonder and Luther Vandross and Earth, Wind and Fire, one after the other. And there I am thinking, what in the world am I going to do with all these people who are incredibly great singers? And I just, I just literally gave it my all and faked it. Flash forward six months later, every single one of his students decided they wanted to stay with me because we all found that I had this ability to listen to the way people sing at that time, listen to the sounds that come out of their mouths, and then make changes to still make it better, even if they were selling millions of records and had millions and millions of followers. So he brought me in as a junior partner. So at 16 and a half, I literally was handed on a silver platter and prepared to work for the rest of my life to deserve being already the second most famous voice teacher in the most famous voice studio in the world at 16 and a half. Crazy, right? Oh, man. I mean, that is the best fake it till you make it story I think I've ever heard. Right? <laughs> it, it, there was too much at stake for me to lose. I, I literally then stayed with him for 17 years, finished going to school and college and doing everything I was going to do. But I taught voice every free waking moment. 17 years of just working with superstar singers, groups like Chicago and Def Leppard and Poison and Motley Crue and Cinderella and every genre that was popular for 17 years, I got to be their voice coaches. And not just, you know, teaching them exercises like gug, 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 but actually following them into the studio and help producing their vocals. So I was producing the vocals and teaching them how to sing. And then I was singing backgrounds on all the records. I did that for 17 years. And then famous speakers started coming to me. People like Reese Witherspoon and Tony Robbins and Jeff Bridges. And they said, we want you to work on our voice. And in the beginning, I said, no, thank you. You have very nice hair. You're tall. You're very nice. Clearly, you're brilliant. But I'm a singing coach. And I turned away. 
all the biggest celebrities. And then I said, but do me a favor though, reach out to me in a couple of months and let me know that whatever problems you're having right now, you got fixed someplace else. So they all did reach out to me a few months later and they said, we still have voice problems. So then I started taking them. That's when I started accepting the, the Tony Robbins of the world, the Susie Ormans of the world, the top news anchors and the top, the top actors and the top influencers. And I started creating content for how I could train them what sounds they should be making because I'd gotten so good at helping singers open up their mouths and influencing millions of people. And I figured there must be a way for me to teach speakers how to do that. And, and that literally started the path where I am now, where I have about 50% singers like Selena Gomez and John Mayer and Eminem, people, all kinds of interesting singers that I've worked with, but I also have all the top speakers and influencers and actors. And I get to work on so many fun projects and I love doing transformations, which we're going to do tonight. People who don't like their voices, and believe me, most people don't like their voices. I'm really good at listening to the, way they, to the way they sound, making some suggestions so that they can sound a million times better. And I'm gonna give tips tonight about how to take care of your voice so that you can speak 24 hours a day on Clubhouse and never lose your voice and what sounds you should be making so that people really listen and care about you and believe you. It's just gonna be fun. I'm, I've been looking forward to this all week. Oh man, I'm pumped up, Roger. Roger, I want you to promise me that you will tell the Eminem story tonight, but I also wanna get right into your amazing training and techniques. So let's bookmark that story. Maybe we'll circle back to it in, in 20, 30 minutes. But for now, is it okay if we, we see if anyone up here on the speaker panel? We just saw two uh, my homies just drop in, Nicole and Simon, who are amazing. Um, maybe someone on the speaker panel wants to be the first uh, person to have their huh? voice transformed by Roger live. Craig, can I jump in here? Is that okay? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Roger, first of all, your voice is like, it's so smooth. Uh, it's incredible. And uh, thanks to Nicole, uh, Craig and I have gotten to talk to probably one of the top negotiators in the world. And, and it, it's amazing to like hear these voices that are just mesmerizing. Uh, anyway, my situation is that tomorrow I'm spending, uh, spending the next four days recording the audible of my book. And I'm going to be in a sound booth for seven hours straight or so. And I know that I'm going to end up completely dehydrated and um, I'm going to be completely non-functional at the end. Awesome. Uh, can I give you some tips right now that'll get you through with this flying colors? I, please, I'm literally grabbing paper and taking notes. Uh, first of all, what top negotiator were you talking about that you were working with? Chris Voss. Which I know, I, as a matter of fact, I did a transformation for Chris Voss a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he, he wanted me to listen to his voice and make some changes, and I did. So uh, I I love Chris, and like I said, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do with you, I did with Chris two weeks ago. I'm I'm incredibly excited. Okay, John, here's here's what I want you to learn, and what I want everyone to learn who's listening. We were born breathing in through our noses. We weren't laying in the crib with our mouths open, breathing in through our mouths. Why? 
because every breath that you take in through your mouth dries out your throat and dries out your vocal cords. Everybody, you, you do this with me, John, but everybody who's listening right now, I want you to open up your mouth and I want you to just breathe in. I'm going to do it first and I'm going to make this sound. I'm going to go. So just do that. Count of three. One, two, three. Breathe in. John, doesn't that feel incredibly drying? Oh my God, it's terrible. Okay. I, I literally tape my mouth shut at night to prevent myself from getting dehydrated. Okay, but when you're reading your audiobook, okay, you, you, are, you have your mouth open all the time and mm -hmm. you still breathe in through your mouth and that's drying out your cords. Now, everybody who just did that, including you, John, close your mouth and breathe in through your nose. Zero dryness, right? Didn't dry mm -hmm. anything because there are filters in the nose called turbinates. And when you breathe in through the nose, the air passes through those filters and it becomes moist air. So it doesn't dry out anything, it lubricates. Do you know that the human voice is set up to speak or sing 24 hours a day and never get hoarse? Do you know that when you're dreaming at night, if you're lucky enough to say things out loud, like, oh baby, or like, uh-huh, Whatever you're saying at night, or if you're saying, oh, I hope that shark doesn't eat me. Whenever you're even speaking in your dreams, your vocal cords are working mm -hmm. and they're, they're not resting. So the body is set up, the voice is set up to speak or sing 24 hours a day. You have to really practice tonight. And when you're reading for your audiobook, you have to get used to when you get to, a com to commas and periods, close your lips. Like you just said that you try to tape your mouth shut at night so you don't end up so dry. Get, speak, get to a comma, close your lips, breathe in silently through your nose, and then speak short phrases until you get to the next comma, close your mouth, breathe in through your nose. You gotta try to get more breaths than you're doing now in through your nose. That's the first thing you need to think about, okay? Can I give you another couple tips? Are you kidding? I'm literally writing all this down, please. Okay. Most people speak in too long of sentences and they run out of air. So most of us think that we're getting paid by the word. And if we could just get more words in the sentence, then this would be better and people would pay us more and they wouldn't get bored. So we have, a, we usually put too many words in the sentence because if you run out of air, what happens as you get to the end of the sentence? It goes to that vocal fry sound. Now, you do that because some of your sentences are too long and you've run out of air and then you get to this last couple of words. Do you know that you do that? Now that you say it, yes. So that sound, that vocal fry sound, which, which uh, is, is all over reality TV and maybe some people think this is cool, but this sound is the sound of the vocal cords slamming into each other and they're very unhappy. And it makes the vocal cords red and puffy and swollen and you lose your voice. And I got to keep you to save your voice. So I don't want you to do that vocal fry at the end. How do you get rid of the vocal fry? Make sure that your stomach is always coming in when you speak. Let me explain. I just showed you how I want everyone to breathe in through their nose, right? When you breathe in through your nose, I want you to pretend that you have a balloon in your tummy. So put your hand on your tummy just above your belly button. Put your hand flat on your tummy just above your belly button. Breathe in through your nose when I count to three 
and pretend that you have a balloon in your stomach. So you breathe in and the stomach comes forward. This is diaphragmatic breathing, John. I'm sure you've had a thousand people tell you about diaphragmatic breathing. So you breathe in through your nose. I'm going to do it right now. Breathe in through your nose. Count to three. One, two, three. Let your stomach come forward like, like it filled up with air. And then, and then blow the air out. And let your stomach come in. And you're like, Roger, yes, yes, yes. I know about diaphragmatic breathing. But here's the secret. Even the people that know about diaphragmatic breathing are missing one magic point. You're only supposed to speak while your stomach is coming back in. And most people don't do that. The stomach coming back in helps push the air back out of the lungs and out of your mouth. John, you spend too much time having your stomach be stationary when you speak. Listen to this. So I'm going to do this. Trying. I'm going to speak. I'm going to count to 10 and I'm going to hold my breath. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And you can hear how I'm holding my breath right now, right? Yes? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, now now watch. Now I'm going to fill up my tummy like a, there was a balloon in there. And then I'm going to count to ten again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You see how there's more air in it and more volume? And it's just rounder and it's more fluid. I want Absolutely. you... I want you, when you're reading your book, to just put your hand on your tummy and just say, before you start, Roger wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. Roger wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. So breathe, breathe in through your nose, let your tummy come out, and only speak while my stomach is coming in. If you do that, you'll never run out of air and you'll never go to squeaky hinge. Now say this for me. I'm going to say a line, then you repeat it. Roger only wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. Say that. Roger only wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. Awesome. Do you see how you had plenty of air even to the end of in? Yes. You didn't say Roger only wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in, in, in. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the frogginess. You didn't get the squeaky hinge. You didn't get the vocal fry. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. And remember... The way that people listen the best and feel the things that you say is in shorter sentences. Don't just, don't just try to connect all of the sentences together. Spend more time stopping at commas and then more time stopping at periods. It's not a race to do this audiobook. What happens is you need to take a little bit longer at commas and you need to take a little longer at periods so that in that silence, when you're taking a breath, people are processing what you just said. Don't rush through the, the lines just because all the words are written in front of you. When you get to a comma or a period, wait a little bit longer. Let people think about what you just said and then jump back into your sentence. Say this for me. I'm going to spend more time in silence at commas and when I get to periods. I'm going to spend more time in silence at commas and when I get to periods. And it'll give people a chance to feel. And it'll give people a chance to feel. And really think about what I just said. 
and really think about what I just said. While I'm silent and they're feeling and thinking. While I'm silent and they're feeling and thinking. Great. So the quickest tips for you, breathe in through your nose. Stay away from the squeaky hinge because your stomach is coming in the whole time. Spend more time at commas and periods in silence and you're going to sound better and your voice is going to last longer when you do the audiobook. Roger, this is a game changer. Thank you so much. I'm literally spending four days in a booth and this is going to be incredible. Awesome. Uh, look, I want to work with a lot of people, but I want to tell you one thing because everybody needs to hear you do this and they need to change it as well. We were taught to go down when we get to commas and periods. So we're speaking and we get to a comma and we're speaking and we get to a period. So you see how I go down to a lower note. My name is Roger Love. Mm -hmm. it, it's my birthday. So you learn that and I learned that as well. We were taught our elementary school teacher who might've been very, very nice. I can't remember her name, but they taught us that the only time we were allowed to go up was when it was a question. You don't want to take a nap, John? Roger, get on your own nap, Matt. That's not your Matt. So we were taught that we had to go down at commas and periods. So what happens is, is you're creating a melody that's called a descending scale, where you go from high notes to low notes. It's my birthday. It's okay. I'm just going to go down at commas and go down at periods. But science has proven that when you use these descending scales, when you go down at commas and periods, you sound sad. And you sound like you're done. So every time you speak and you go down, it sounds like you're done. I really want to challenge you to use ascending melodies when you're reading your audiobook. So instead of saying, now I'm speaking and I get to a comma, I want you to say, now I'm speaking and I get to a comma. I get a little bit higher. So I'm using melodies that go up. Say, Roger wants me to go up. Say that. Roger wants me to go up. So that people know I'm not done. So that people know I'm not done. And that there's more that I want to say. And there's more that I want to say. And I'll be able to hold their attention longer. And I'll be able to hold their attention longer. And I'm just not going to go down all the time at commas and periods. And I'm just not going to go down all the time in commas and periods. Now, that makes you sound so much more happy and so much more positive. And that, the, those sounds will keep people's attention longer when they're listening to you read your brilliant thoughts in the book. Mm. Amazing. Roger, thank you. Thank I have you, a lot John, to practice. here. Thank you. I can't, I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear the results. How about this? If you'll listen to it all the way through, there's probably going to be a thank you for you at the end of the book. Then it'll be my honor to listen, even if you don't say thank you, but it'll be, it'll be my honor either way. Wow. John's voice actually changed from the beginning to yeah, the end. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Incredible. Because it's not enough just to have great words. It, you, you have to have the mel melodies that make people feel things because people, people don't, <clears throat> people, here's what, Craig, here's what people don't know. They think, well, here's, here's the world we live in. We think that if we had the right words, we could have the right conversations, close the deals, get that person to marry you, go out with you, 
fund your next project, start a business with you, be in a relationship with you, if we had the right words. But it's not true because words by themselves have no emotion in them. And the way our brain processes spoken language is first for emotion. So if I say to you, Craig, I say, you really have to meet my brother. He's got an idea for a business and he wants you to invest all your money. You, your brain would say to me, uh, Roger clearly doesn't have a, a brother and, and I forgot my checkbook because it's just words. But if I say, Craig, you have to meet my brother. He has this amazing idea and, and I know you should fund it. I really think you'll make a gazillion dollars. Then the brain says, oh, that sounds emotional. So the brain passes it along from the first part of the brain, the amygdala, which only cares about emotion. The brain says, hey, let's pass that on to the prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that stores it into memory, thinks about it, feels things about it, and remembers it. Haven't you heard that expression? Nobody remembers the things you say, but they remember how you make them feel. That's because if you had the right sounds, it went deep into the brain and they felt something. But if you just had words and it didn't have the right sounds, it's never going to get anywhere into the person's brain. Isn't that interesting? Roger, you're blowing minds, man. We got 600 people in the room now. And if that first transformation is uh, is any sign of what's to come tonight, this is going to be an exciting one. If you're just joining us, we are here with Roger Love, vocal coach to the stars like Bradley Cooper, Reese Witherspoon, Tony Robbins, Eminem, and I could go on and on. He has taught people how to sing. He has taught people how to speak commandingly from stage. He is doing transformations with us tonight. And speaking of someone who has made a transformation from a small uh, boy in a Montana town to the <laughs> godfather of personal growth, I want to welcome Brendan Brashard to the main stage. Brendan. How you doing, Brendan? Well, he's Brent, there in spirit. He's there. And then we made him a mod. I see he's, you down there. He's there. I'm here. I'm there here. he is. Hey, my friends. What's Brent happening? Richard, what's going Whoa. on? Whoa. We have royalty in the house. Royalty Somebody in I, the house. Another person I love. It's oh been, my a, gosh. been a long Roger. time. Can't even remember the last time. So the last time you and I shared a stage together, Brennan Richard, I think was uh, at Internet Profits Live at my event in 2013. It took it only took eight years for us to share a stage again, man. Is this Steve? Steve Olsher. Steve Olsher? How oh, are you, up, my man? friend? Dude, what is going on? How are you there? Hey, I'm so good. I just came from a room we were doing with Dr. Scott Barry Kaufman on the topic of growth habits. And uh, I told that whole room, I'm like, I'm going over to join up at Roger Loves Thing, man, because... Roger has saved my career. And I told him, I kind of left him on a cliffhanger, Roger. I told him how I called you one time. I had 800 people at my event and I was on day two. I lost my voice and I, I can't remember. I think it was, uh, it was either, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins or somebody gave me your phone number. I called you up. And if I didn't go back in that room and perform for 10 hours a day for the next two days, and people canceled. And that was just part of my stage. And, and Steve Olsher knows this idea. Like, if, if you don't show up, they ask for their money back. It was like, it was going to be bad. I was going to have to get back on that stage. And Roger 
saved me. I went out in the parking lot. I could barely whisper, barely talk. My voice was gone. And do you remember what you did to save my voice, Roger? I did. And, and I'm so happy that you had that problem and there was a parking lot there because if, you, <laughs> if, if that wouldn't have happened, then we wouldn't have the relationship that we have now. And you, you literally have changed my life so much. Ditto. What I, what I did was, was I introduced you to my favorite cartoon character, Yogi Bear. And <laughs> some of you are not old enough to remember what Yogi Bear sounds like, but Yogi Bear sounds like this. And it sounds really bassy. And when you make this sound, which I call the Yogi Bear sound or low larynx sound, it literally takes your Adam's apple and it makes it go low in your throat. And when you make that sound, it also shrinks the swelling of your vocal cords. So it was like you would go to a, a doctor and they give you a shot of steroids and your, and your vocal cords would shrink back to their normal size. So we did funny exercises to fix it. We did stuff like this, you remember. Go, 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 go. And you looked at me through the phone. I mean, you were looking at your phone thinking, is this, is this guy insane? Is, it, is he a cartoon character? And, 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 but you stuck with, stuck with me. And literally 10 minutes later, after doing the low larynx exercises, that was all the therapy your voice needed. And, and, and what was the rest of that story? You went back in there and you felt like the king that you are. Oh, well, listen, I, I, I was in that parking lot. And first, I'll tell the story. My, my voice was so hashed. It was so gone. I'd been doing, you know, eight events a year at that, at that point. And we were, just, we, were just, we were just going. I was building. And I had no idea what I was doing. And my voice was so gone. I called him. The first thing I remember uh, you said to me, Roger, was you said, stop whispering. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, stop whispering. Uh, okay, here, we're going to do this exercise. I just want you to do it with me. Just trust me. And now I remember, Roger, it was it was uh, Tony Robbins and John Gray who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus. They both texted me. I texted them that night because I knew the next morning I was not going to be able to speak. They were going to ask for refunds and I was going to be bankrupt. It was that important that I got my voice back. So they both texted me your number, called you, said, stop whispering, do this thing. And then, yeah, you did the Yogi the Bear thing. And then for 15 years or whatever it was, 10, I don't know how long ago this was, uh, you probably remember, but I've done that as my vocal warm up every single morning. So my wife intimately knows Yogi the Bear because <laughs> it's every morning, like, mom, 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 all around the house. I'm making my, I'm making my shake with the kale and the fancy chia seeds and all the blueberries, and it's like, go, 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 go. And then Roger would come to my seminars, and he'd set up his keyboard in my hotel room, and he'd teach me these. Uh, these music scales, which I have no, anyone who's ever seen me dance knows, I have no rhythm, I have no capabilities, but he would warm up my voice and I've warmed up my voice and I've never ever lost it since then. Go, 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 it was amazing. Go, go. So I, I'm just here to love on Roger because not just saving my voice, but also teaching me more of how to find my true voice. Uh, that is his art and skill and soul and I'm just appreciative of him. So I hope you all smash his beautiful face and give him a follow because he's been so instrumental in my career and my life. Oh, yeah. Let me just... Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much. What You, you said something that, that I want to teach on, and that is, is that a lot of people have fallen into this idea that they should speak more airy, that somehow air 
means that you care more. Mm. So if I just speak with more air, people will think I'm empathetic or that I'm kind or that I'm nice and that I'm not threatening. But speaking airy is one of the hardest things that you could do on your voice. If you have too much air in your voice, it's like swallowing a blow dryer that's always on because it just dries out all the moisture on your cords. And most people are speaking too airy and that's why they're getting hoarse and losing their voice. A little bit of air is great, but that whole whisper thing, it usually makes people, it doesn't sound so sexy. It usually makes people just sound weak, uninteresting and, and not powerful. So thank you for, um, for, for being here and thanks for the love. And, and I really, I really appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, me too. Uh, for those who don't know, also Roger and I, for I think what, five, six years, we taught world's greatest speaker training together, which was easy, the highest level, like advanced, become a great speaker thing. And, I and was the, it was the easiest thing I've ever done because I just put Roger up and he's so damn funny. And he, he would just grab people and he'd grab their throats and work on them so that they could speak and sound better. It was so incredible to watch the transformations he got with people. That was that was 90% of the greatness of that seminar, I'm, I'm convinced. Well, thank you so much. The great, great memories. Yeah. And how many, so. how many people did we have on our stage that people didn't even know? That, that that then went on to being some of the top influences influences in the world like uh like rachel hollis yeah we had uh i mean we had the best Elaine of the best Johnson, the best of the best it was so fun hey speaking of a lot of people on stage <laughs> we have almost 800 people in this wow. room right now for yeah. roger love yeah roger what, 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 what? right and i just want to remind everyone who's just joining us one, this is being recorded, and uh, you can have your voice transformed live by Roger Love and even get a recording of it when we put it out. And two, we're going to be doing crowd transformations with the one and only Roger Love, who's worked with people like Brendan, like Tony Robbins, like John Mayer, Tyra Banks, Selena Gomez, Jeff Bridges. I could keep going. We are in for a treat tonight. This is Roger's first real room on Clubhouse. He's doing transformations live. We heard him transform John Levy's voice just a minute ago. I'm curious now, uh, any female panelists want to take a, a, a little I'll dip do with it, Roger? Craig. Sarah, all right. Sure. Sarah Pendrick. Hey, Roger. The amazing Hi, Sarah. female entrepreneurial leader. So happy to have you here. Let's hear Hey, guys. That was okay, awesome because so I'm recording my audiobook in two weeks. So that was super helpful. So awesome. for me, what I really want to ask you about is singing, but then I'm scared you'll have me sing on Clubhouse. So I'm going to hold that one <laughs> and just ask you, <laughs> ask you about um, more so like with my voice being, I feel like everything that I say is a question and I kind of could sound like from California and all those things. So I want to work on that. Okay. Awesome. There's been so many articles over the years printed about what's called up talk mm -hmm. and, and valley girl talk, okay? And, and let's just dispel those myths right now and help you. Because going having up talk, like I explained to John, I just didn't call it up talk, but being able to go up at the ends of sentences is fine. If you told a composer, if you told Mozart when he was alive that he couldn't go up with the notes whenever he wanted to, he would say, screw that, I'll go up whenever I need to, to to create emotion. So it's not about the going up that makes it sound like 
like bad communication. It's about the sliding up. Valley Girl Talk was based on, well, they sort of blamed it on Moon Unit Zappa, who was the daughter of Frank Zappa. And when she would speak, instead of going from a low note to a high note, she would scoop up. So she'd get near the end and she'd scoop. So you hear what I'm doing? I'm going up where it's kind of like a little slide. Mm -hmm. So it's the slide that makes it sound not so good. It's the slide that makes everything sound like a question, but it's not the going up to another note that makes everything sound like a question. It's just the slide. Do you understand the difference? Yeah. So, so, so Sarah, say this to me. I could go up whenever I want. I can go up whenever I want. You said I can go up whenever I want. You kind of <laughs> slid. Want, want. Now, just hit want as one note. I could go up whenever I want. I can go up whenever I want. Go up on want, though. I could go up whenever I want. Go to a higher note on want. I can go up whenever I want. I never sound like a question. I never sound like a question. As long as I don't scoop. As long as I don't scoop. I just sound like I'm more energized. I just sound like I'm more energized. So I don't want to be afraid of going up when I get to a comma or a period. So I don't want to be afraid of going up when I get to a comma or a period. You said, and I don't want to be afraid of going up when I get to a <laughs> comma or a period. Yeah. You hear the difference? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be afraid of going up. Just go right to the note. I don't want to be afraid of going up. I don't want to be afraid of going up. Whenever I get to a comma or I get to a period. When I get to a comma or when I get to a period. Because it doesn't sound like a question. Because it doesn't sound like a question. It just sounds like I have more passion. It just sounds like I have more passion. I'm going to give myself total permission. I'm going to give myself total permission. When I do my audiobook. When I do my audiobook. To go up right before a comma or a period as much as I want. To go, to go up right before a comma or period as much as I want. And I'm going to forget that whole valley girl thing. And I'm going to forget that whole valley girl thing. Because I believe what Roger says is true. Because <laughs> I believe what Roger says is true. Also, Sarah, you do that squeaky hinge thing a lot, too. You kind of get Ooh. to the end and go through the, ah, right? Okay. Like, okay. It's hard for me. Uh, you know, my kids, they were like, hey, let's watch The Bachelor. <laughs> Everybody watched <laughs> The Bachelor this season. But then it's so hard to listen to re any reality show because every... Uh, all the all the women on The Bachelor, that they, they, what do they sound like? They they're all, they're all like they all sound like they're on the Kardashians, right? So it's all that squeaky hinge. I really hope he picks me. I really want a one on one, right? So that squeaky hinge thing, that's not a great sound, and you kind of do that at the end of sentences, mm. right? Yeah, but you love to sing, so mm -hmm. so when you sing, you don't do that. You don't sing like this. Uh, you don't sing like, uh, uh, what's one of your favorite songs? Um, right now I'm working on Hero from Mariah Carey. Okay, so you don't sing it like this. There's a hero when you <laughs> no. look inside your heart, you, right? You don't sing like that. You go, no. there's a hero when you look inside your heart, right? Mm -hmm. Do that for me. So you sing me that first line. Oh my gosh, no, no, no. 
I cannot do that right now. <laughs> see, see I, I almost tricked you. In 800 people you, in the room. You almost got me next time. See, I almost got you. I almost got you. You did. I love that you're smarter than me. Okay. So, <laughs> but the idea is, you know, that when you sing, you don't sing with a squeaky hinge, right? Right. So then don't stop speaking that way. Save enough air so that when you get, when you get to a comma, there's still air on the last syllable. Say this. Roger wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. Roger wants me to speak when my stomach is coming in. And see, and not in. In, I didn't have any air on it. Pretend you're singing and say, Roger wants me to speak while my stomach is coming in. Roger wants me to speak when my stomach is coming in. Yeah. Now that was sounded like in. Roger doesn't want me to go to squeaky hinge. Roger doesn't want me to go to squeaky hinge. And I didn't do it right there. And I didn't do it right there. So I need to save a little air for the last syllable. So I need to save a little air for the last syllable. So you said for the last syllable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I felt so, that. So, mm -hmm. so now say it again. So I need to save a little air. I need to save a little air. For the last syllable. For the last syllable. 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 <laughs> see how you see how we got to break that habit though? Because you mm -hmm. just went yeah. syllable. And you wouldn't listen to Mariah Carey singing like that. No. And you, wouldn't, and you don't want to sing like that either. So right. you, you got to practice that not falling into squeaky hinge at the end by making sure your stomach is still coming in, which is what I taught John. Right. Okay. You, yeah. I you, was doing that when you were doing that with him. I'm like, okay, I got this. <laughs> so do this for me. Say, if I, if I, if my stomach is always coming in, if my stomach is always coming in, then there's always air coming out. Then there's always air coming out. And then I would never go to squeaky hinge. Then I would never go to squeaky hinge. So what I learned today is. So what I learned today is. I can go up higher on any note I want as long as I don't scoop. I can go up higher on any note I want as long as I don't scoop. And I have to stay away from squeaky hinge. And I have to stay away from squeaky hinge. And I think, I think your voice sounds better with those two elements in it. And you already had a great voice to begin with. So now it's, a, it's, it's even better. Oh, thank you. No, thank you, Sarah. Nice. Thank you so much. Nice. So good. So good. So good. Yeah, that really. Awesome. Roger working the magic. Oh, man. How are you feeling, Sarah? You feel pretty good about all that? It's gotta I'm, be. Feeling, I'm feeling I know you good. are, Roger. I was asking Sarah, but she, uh, she <laughs> muted herself. <laughs> Sarah oh, is speechless. Sarah is literally speechless. Oh, man. So, so cool having everybody here. And uh, this is your first time joining us in Club Pod. Welcome to Club Pod. This is uh, this is the place where you definitely can go pretty much twenty four seven nowadays. We got about sixty Club Pod leaders who lead rooms all day, almost every day around the world of podcasts and podcast culture and the world of podcasting in general. Big thanks to Craig Clements and Roger Love and everybody else for being here. Seeing so many of my friends here on stage, it's uh, amazing. Uh, Club Pod was put together by the team originally at uh, Podcast Magazine, and if you're not familiar with the magazine, uh, we'd love to give you the private backdoor link that we share here in Club Pod uh, to get a free lifetime subscription. If you love podcasts, you'll love what we're doing there. Just go to clubpod.club, 
And at clubpod.club, it's a private backdoor link uh, to get a free lifetime subscription. Just our way of saying thank you here for hanging out with us. And uh, just so cool to see so many people here. Let's do this. I want to open up the floor uh, again. And please remember, we are recording. Uh, so this will be released as an episode of Reinvention Radio. Here's so much good stuff here. A master class, literally a master class. Uh, but if you do take the stage and you do talk, uh, you're definitely giving us consent here to record. So please don't speak unless you are A-OK with that. Man, there's just so many amazing people up here on stage, and I want to make sure we get to uh, as many people as possible. Craig, is there anybody in particular you want to make sure we get to next? Oh, man. I mean, there's there's so many great people on stage. Uh, I want to give Roger a chance to say hi to Chris Voss, who just came in. And Chris Voss has one of the sexiest late-night DJ voices I've ever heard. There so, uh, I mean, we got to get Chris in the mix. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing really well, Craig. And it's, it matters to me that you think I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're sexy, too. <laughs> we got to we got to do a little thing. We got we got to do a little something here with uh, we're negotiating this out. So we got to negotiate it out between the man with the voice and uh, and Chris Voss because we I, we would be remiss oh, if man. we didn't. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one there. I don't know how you're going to negotiate that one out, Chris. But uh, at least let the man with the voice say a quick hello, and then we'll get back to Chris. Right? Wait, wait, real quick, Roger. Have you met the man with the voice, or do you guys know each other? Yeah, Chris, you you and I had the the pleasure. Of uh, of talking a couple of weeks ago on metal, remember? I I do remember that. Yes, I do. And and uh, and we got to play around with your voice a little bit, which is which, of course, people already love. But there there's always room for more love. No, yeah, Roger. That... I'm. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> um, there there is a, a gentleman, uh, Marcellus Shepard, whose moniker is the man with the voice. That I was also. Uh, uh, referring to down below, and I was wondering if you met him, Roger, because uh, his uh, his name is no joke. I, I'd be happy to meet him. Peace and blessings to everybody in the room. My name is Marcellus Shepard, also known as the man with the voice, actor, voice actor, and a syndicated broadcaster and a sleep coach. So a pleasure to uh, make your acquaintance tonight, Roger. Wow. Very nice to hear you. And I, I'm so glad that you, first of all, I love your voice. And, and I always try to turn everything I can into, into a lesson to help everybody. So what you hear when he speaks is this, is this low part of the range down here. I'm only doing my two cent imitation. I know his is worth 2000 bucks, but mine's only worth two cents, but I'm sort of giving you a little flavor of what it is down here. So, so remember that there isn't no two voices on the planet sound the same. That's what's amazing about voice. That's what's amazing about being a voice coach. And, and you, each of you out there should feel like, Wow, that that's cool. Nobody on the planet sounds exactly like me. That's right. So when your best when when if if I called anybody in the room today, there's over a thousand people in the room tonight. So thank you for being here. And if I called any of you tomorrow on your cell phones, the first thing you'd say is, Roger, how'd you get my cell phone? And then you but you'd say, Roger, how did you get my cell phone? Because after hearing me tonight, you'd recognize my voice. And that's what's amazing that, that, that I use that to help everyone be unique. And uh, the man with the voice is absolutely unique. And he's turned this low 
uh, edgy with the right amount of air into a super sexy, super sellable voice. It's a character voice and it totally works for him. It's the reason that people like Barry White and he became such a popular singer. You'll never find. And it's the reason that 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 uh, um, the guy on CNN, CNN International, the actor James Earl Jones, James Earl Jones, James Earl Jones. So the bottom line is, is I just want each of you to say like, yeah, he is a character and he sounds amazing. But I want you to remember that each of you is a character, too. You just maybe haven't figured out the best sounds that you should make so that everybody loves so that you're the, the million dollar voice. But we're all characters and it's just great to hear people that that are re really unique. Let me ask you a question while we got you here, Roger. So there's a lot of podcasters who uh, are on with us right now, myself included. Uh, I'm sure if you hear my voice, it's, you know, it's not at its best. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 51 this year. I've been talking for a long time. And there's a lot of people who are also podcasters that have been talking for a long time. What, what advice would you have for the podcasters in the room in terms of how to really think about their voice moving forward on their shows? My advice is that podcasters need to go from word by word communication. By the way, your voice sounds great. And there's so many, so many good things about it. But podcasters need to go from thinking that they have to communicate word by word and they need to start thinking about communicating emotion by emotion. So what do I mean by that? I mean that they have to focus on are the sounds they're making the right emotion for, the, for what they're saying? So if they have somebody on and 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 they're a wellness expert and but they but but they're saying all the right words but their voice is really edgy and harsh and and kind of like a bit nasal then no matter what I said my voice doesn't sound healthy because it sound it just sounds too nasal and the words don't matter so am I using the right sounds when I'm interviewing people, am I, am I moving people from emotion to emotion? Let me explain that. When a great, a great speaker is supposed to be able to not only sound emotional, but move people who listen to them from one emotion to the next. But most podcasters sort of find their voice, their one vibe, their one emotion, I'm really happy and now I'm, I'm going to be talking all the time about happy or I'm really serious or, or I'm or or I'm, I'm really anxious and I, I talk like this all the time or I'm really excited and I'm always selling something. They find their voice, but it usually fits more into like one emotion. But you need to be thinking if you want to keep people's attention for more than literally eight seconds at a time, because the latest study that Microsoft did was prove that the human attention span is only Eight seconds, eight seconds, that sucks. Then what does that say about humanity? Eight seconds? So if you have the same sound of your voice with the same emotion for more than eight seconds, you're actually running the risk of losing your listeners. You need to be thinking like, okay, this part I'm gonna sound more happy. And this part I'm gonna sound more empathetic. And this part I'm gonna sound mad at all the other people that are doing this and they should be doing this. And this part I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to showcase emotions instead of just focusing on the words. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Really appreciate that. And so let me let me give somebody else the opportunity here. I, I know, William, you've been patiently waiting. And Nicole, I saw you flashing the mic. 
Um, let's do a ladies first, if we can, because Nicole, it seemed like you were pretty anxious to, to get uh, something here. Just ask Roger a question. I'm not sure where you want to go with it, but I want to make sure you have that opportunity. So, Nicole, what's going on? Thanks, Steve. Um, Roger, I've been told that I'm monotone many times, so I think I need help with that. Um, and then I guess my question for you was, uh, who's like your favorite voice? Who's your favorite speaker to listen to? First of all, do you think you're monotone? Sometimes I do. Like if I'm really passionate about something, I'll sound excited about it. But if I'm like having a conversation, sometimes it just sound like this. And then I, I just feel like it's boring. I like, I'm not boring, but maybe my tone a little bit. Okay. Awesome. First of all, you're not boring, but you, but monotone really for those people that really, uh, uh, let me just explain it. Monotone really just means that you're, it's as if you're one note on the piano and you just keep hitting that one same note on the piano, or you have only a small number of notes where you'll have this note, but then you'll get really excited for a second and you go like, oh, you go up to another note and, and then you'll come back to what you're thinking is your safe note. So if you have a bunch of the same note all the time, that's monotone. And the reason you don't want to sound monotone is because this is how people's brains work. If they think they hear the same note a bunch of times, then they think they know what you're going to sound like next. And when they think they know what you're going to sound like next, they think they know what you're going to say next and then you've lost them. So great speaker always has to be, have the element of surprise that you don't know what I'm gonna sound like next. And I use that because if you don't know what I'm gonna sound like next, then you don't know what I'm gonna say next. And then I can keep your attention span longer. Do you understand what I'm saying, Nicole? I do. So you have great content, you're, 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 you're brilliant and you, you have great words. And, and, and so you're, you're getting extra uh, brownie points for, for the great words and, and being so smart, but you don't really have a lot of melody in your voice, but you could have more, especially when you're talking about things that you're excited about. Like, like, tell me, tell me, about, tell me something that really makes you super happy. Tell me, tell me something that, 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 that you do that makes you super happy, like a wonderful experience. Tell me. Um, so I do this comedy show with my friend Leah and it's like one of my. I lost you and there. Then... Yeah, there you go. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear You're you now. now. So yeah. I do this comedy show. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I do this comedy show on Clubhouse and, and doing that really excites me. And then um, I also do the Chris Voss room with Craig. Um, and that's one of my favorite shows on this app. I, I basically spend all my time on this app all day, every day. Um, but yeah, and it's so funny. The girl that I do the comedy show with just entered the room. Um, I don't know. Okay, hold on. So Clubhouse makes you excited is what you're saying, Nicole. You, Clubhouse that's makes you excited. Okay, Clubhouse, thank you. Clubhouse makes me excited. And let me tell you what else makes me excited. The money makes me excited. Okay, so check this out. You just said, Clubhouse really makes me, so you went higher. You said, Clubhouse really makes me excited. Let me tell you what else makes me excited. The money makes me excited. And then, <laughs> so you went down there. The money makes me excited. So so where'd you go? You went to a lower note and you went monotone. Well, that that makes me think that it's not really the money that makes you that excited. That's just a byproduct. But if you would have said, 
Clubhouse makes me excited. And also, I love the money. That's that's an amazing part. That makes me happy. Then I would have bought it. But the way the way you said it, uh, and I always say that the that the voice is a is the new windows to the soul. Forget about the eyes. The voice is the window to the soul. What you just said was, ah, the money doesn't really matter that much. But you really are starting to enjoy Clubhouse. So so that melody that you used that you went down, it sent me a mixed message. Do you see why I say that? Yep, I do. So so say it again, but don't go down into the basement with no windows and hide down there when you also tell us that you love the money and that's cool. So tell me again, you love Clubhouse and then also tell me that you're excited about the money, but but, oh, okay. but sound excited about the money. Okay, so so excited. And you know what else makes me excited? The money. Okay, so but you get where I'm going, right? That feels yeah, a little, did I do that feels a little funny right now because because Nicole, just, that was amazing. Actually, that was a transformation of your normal voice. Was it totally okay. and completely? That was good. Thank you, thank you, Roger. Right, job, I, Nicole. Thank you. Um, I was I was even practicing when you were doing it with John Levy. So awesome. just just remember just remember that you're the perfect candidate for for the, for not going down so much when you get to the commas and periods. Because you do that. You showcase the emotion here and then you kind of get to the end of the sentence and it all goes to the same note. So just remember that you have a whole sentence like you have a whole line of a song that you're singing and every syllable matters and it, they all could have a little bit of melody. Say this for me. Roger says every word I say should maybe have a note. Roger says every word I say should maybe have a note. <laughs> and then people would really know what I was happy about or angry about. And then people would really know what I was happy about or angry about. Now we're talking. Now I want talking. that much melody in your voice. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm blown away, That's Roger, because awesome. I host with Nicole all the time. She's amazing and she is brilliant. And I, 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 you know, I was just assumed she was amazing and brilliant and was like tapped out, <laughs> you know, because she's already great. And you showing her that, like, this is like a new level of Nicole. This is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So happy. Thank That's you, so Roger. Cool. And, and Craig, when we do our rooms, you're going to hear a new me. A new you. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So this is, this is so exciting. We've got 1,400 people in the house tonight right now. This room is growing because Roger is dropping excellence with these transformations if you're not following roger by the way click on his face give him a follow let's get him over 2000 right yeah, now right because roger's going to be dropping value on this platform i know more and more and the cool thing about clubhouse is the more people you follow the more cool rooms you see it's not like on instagram or twitter if you follow too many people you end up with a bunch of crap and cat videos in your feed you'll notice that the big people on clubhouse are following a lot of people and that's because they want to find out about a lot of cool rooms so follow roger follow everyone on stage who uh, you see up here because everyone here is bringing so much value to the platform. And uh, Steve, I think we should get into some crowd transformation. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. What do you think? No, I love that idea. And one of the things that we love to do, and thanks, Craig, and welcome. This is your first time hanging out with us in Club Pod. One of the things that we love to do is when you guys show some love to the club when you're here in Club Pod, those are the people that we bring up first. How do you show love to the club? What you do is you switch over your profile picture just for now. It's all, you know, you can change it back after we get this session down here with Roger. But just for now, we love it when you show love to the club by switching over your profile picture 
to Club Pod. So just find that screenshot somewhere, put it in, change that profile image. Here's what we're going to do. I'll do the pull to refresh. I see a lot of the people with the celebration symbols here. So if you still got the, on the bottom left there, that little thingy, if you're wondering what the heck that is, that's the celebration symbol. It's the party popper. It means you're just hanging out here with us on Clubhouse is your first week. So welcome to all of you. The way you change it over is you just put your little thumb on your profile picture to give you the option to change it. Swap it back when you're done. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do the pull to refresh. The first people that we're going to bring up are the people who show some love to the club by changing over that profile image. So I'm going to go ahead and open up the hand raising here while we're doing that. And Craig, why don't I, 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 why don't I go ahead and handle the hand raising just so you can focus on uh, all the fun stuff that's going on here in the room as well. Uh, but William, I know you had a, you wanted to chime in here. I want to make sure you have that opportunity. So let me open up the hand raising, give you guys that opportunity. But uh, William, why don't you fire away with your question for Roger? Did we lose hey, you? There so you much, are. Steve. Okay, good. Roger. Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> Roger, as always, it is a pleasure. Craig, Nicole, John, always. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Roger, so my thing is that um, my voice gets actually tired pretty easily. I'm not sure why. And people are saying that my voice is pretty good, and it took me a while to get used to the sound of my own voice. Um, how do I keep my voice from getting tired? I'm already trying to stomach in as I talk out thing. Okay, first of all, William, thank you for being here. And, and it's been great kind of catching up with you at different rooms over the last week. Then I see your your face and with Forbes and all that. So, so thanks for thanks for sticking with me. I really appreciate it. Here's Here's why you are wearing out your voice. You only stay down the very bottom part of your range the whole time you're down here. So when you only stay in one part of your voice, it's like you you never stretch out a muscle. You know, if I if I always just had my arm curled, then after about a couple of hours of just having my arm curled, if I tried to stretch out my arm, it would hurt. So vocal cords need need to stretch. To, they need to move positions. They need to get long and fat and short and thin. They need to move. But what happens is you, you, you're forcing your voice down low all the time, and there's too much friction on your vocal cords. So your vocal cords are getting what's called edema, which is swelling and puffing of the cords. And that's how you start to get hoarse, and it just hurts. Now, I like the fact that you sound down low. It sounds very manly, very powerful. But, you know, what do you sound like higher? What if I raised your pitch? Could you could you imitate me up here? Could you say, Roger says that it's okay for me to speak higher. Roger says that it's okay for me to speak higher. Good, let's go higher. Roger says it's okay for me to speak way higher. Roger says it's okay for me to speak higher. That I have, that, that there's a roof garden in my voice that I never go out on. There's a roof garden in my voice. I never go out on. Okay, now let's go a little lower because that roof's too high. I think you just fell off the roof. So come down a little bit. Now, what about right around here? What if I spoke right around here? What if I spoke right around here? Mm, let's go to a piano and let's find your exact note. What if I spoke right around here? I'm kind of tone deaf. No, you're not. You just, just hit exactly the same note I did. So you can never say you're tone deaf to anyone again because you'd be lying. Roger wants me to hit. Roger wants me to hit this note. 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 So what if I spent more time talking right around here? 
So what if I spent more time talking around here? And I didn't spend all of my life only talking in the basement of my voice. And I spend all of my time what? talking. And I, uh, uh, what? No, no. And I, and I don't spend all my time talking in the basement. Stay up here. Uh, I could go even lower than no. that. <laughs> okay, good. Now forget that. Forget that you ever did that. Roger wants me to spend all my time right around here. Roger wants me to spend all of my time right around here. Higher Roger wants me up here. Higher, higher, higher Roger wants me around here. By the way, we already fixed you. Now, now all of a sudden you're pretending to be tone deaf. This is the note Roger wants me on. This is the, this is the note, this is the note Roger wants me on. So let me tell you a little story about when I was happy. Go. Tell so me, let, let me, me tell, tell you. A a let me tell you a little story when I was when I was very very happy. Let me tell you a story oh, when no, I was no, very no, very. No. Let me let me tell you. Here you are down here. Let me tell you a little story when I got all the ice cream in the world that fitted all on my cone. And uh, no. Let me tell you a story of my favorite ice cream cone. Let me tell you a story of my favorite ice cream cone. Because there's lots of things that make me very happy. Because there's lots of things that make me very happy. Even higher, because there's lots of things that make me very happy. Because there's lots of things that make me very happy. So I'm going to add this range to my voice when I'm speaking every day. So I'm going to add this range to my voice when I'm speaking every day. And my voice is not going to get tired all the time anymore. And my voice is not going to get tired anymore. So I'm going to stay away from the basement and I'm going to live on the third floor. So I'm going to stay away from the basement and live on the third floor. And then when I want to, for emphasis, do something special. And then when I want to, for emphasis, do something special. I can go down here and say, we're going to close that deal tonight. I can go down here and say, we're going to do something tonight. Okay, so, so <laughs> I, I challenge you to add in the high part of your voice and the benefits will be People will think you're happier and people will, will think that you're, that you're more energetic. People won't think that you're so serious all the time. So add in some of the highs and see how people react. I'm telling you, they're going to love it. Did anyone else in the room here like it when he was speaking? Oh, higher? my love goodness. It. William, I'm with you every day in every room. That was the best I've ever heard you sound. Great job. I've actually had a conversation with you, William, about the vocal training. So I love this, man. I love this, brother. There you go. Roger, this is blowing my mind, man. William, you sent it great. This yeah, is, this is inc incredible. I mean, we've got uh, 1,300 people in this room right now. And if you're just tuning in, this is a really special night. We're here with Roger Love, the vocal coach to the stars. He taught Bradley Cooper how to sing for his role in A Star is Born. Jeff Bridges as well. Roger is responsible for, for Grammys, for Oscars, for uh, many of the hits you hear on the radio. Uh, a fun trivia fact, too. Roger's daughter, Madison Love, has written uh, uh, composed songs for uh, Selena Gomez and, and many uh, top artists as well. It's just so much talent oozing through the Love family. <laughs> and we are here witnessing it tonight. Roger, this is so exciting. If you're just joining, I want to encourage you, hit that plus button below. Invite some friends in this room because yeah. Roger is going to be going for a little while longer. You can also take a screenshot 
share this to Instagram. And if you're not following Roger yet, well, I just got to say, what are you waiting for? Because Roger, I think if we found your platform, mm-hmm. I know you're going to be back here dropping amazing wisdom and doing more of these transformations. So follow Roger to find out when he's in the room next. After you follow him, click that little bell next to the following button. And it'll tell you when he starts a room and you're not going to want to miss it. Yeah. Oh, hey, let me tell you something. My, I, I love talking about my family and, and my daughter is an inspirational tale that, that you should just know. My, my daughter grew up not being forced to sing or encouraged to play any instrument just because I was her dad. She just was born singing. I think she figured she was the little mermaid. And so she just would swim around the room, every room and sing from morning to night. And, it, and she, she really just only loved singing. And sometimes little girls and little boys, they grow up and they follow their passion. And now she is one of the top songwriters in the world. I'll, I'll just give you a, a few of the songs that she's written. She has a number one song on iTunes t- tonight. As a matter of fact, today, it's that song that's called, uh, My head and my heart are caught in between, yeah. And, and, and another song she wrote was, oh, she's sweet, but a psycho, a little bit psycho. And that song mm. she wrote, rare, I'm so rare. So she, she literally has had five number one hits and she's only 25 years old. So dreams come true to people who follow their passions and find their voice. I love that. All right, so let's uh, let's do this. Let's give some of the folks who have shown some love to the club here, hanging out in Club Pod tonight with Roger, Craig, and the gang. Uh, let's go to some of the folks from the audience, like Jessica and Susan. Show some love to the club tonight. So, Jessica, let's start with you. Let's give you the opportunity to ask Roger your question, and then uh, then we should be able to get to Susan and CNQ and Dominique and so many amazing people here uh, in the house as well. So, just honored to have you guys here hanging out with us. Jessica, what's your question for Roger? So, my question is. Um, so I have like a really passionate voice and then my husband has a really unpassionate monotone voice and we just started a podcast, but we don't want to seem like we're not on the same page because he don't really share my excitement. So we just need some help. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I, first of all, the thing you want to teach him to do is you want to teach him about ascending melodies. You want to teach him that that when he speaks, the goal is to go from low notes to high notes. So instead of saying like, yeah, I'm passionate about this, you want him to go like, yeah, I'm passionate about this. Now I'm walking up the steps. Now I'm walking up the steps. So to go from low to high, which is what you do, which we spoke a little bit about earlier, that ascending melodies. That's what makes your voice so full of life. So, so one thing you need to do is try to teach him to do some ascending melodies, but also Aside from teaching him how to have more passion in his voice, which would be cool for you, you can also play off of the fact that you're you're both doing a podcast together and you're both kind of unique characters. And you can work it to your advantage, maybe instead of even trying to change him. So you can you can <laughs> so you can sort of enjoy it and you can be like, hey honey, I was really excited about this. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And you're like, well, come on, honey. I mean, you have to admit that was a really, really good this that we we just went here. Wasn't that a beautiful place? And he's like, yeah, it was beautiful. And so you it, it actually you could get you could have more emotions happen as you as 
you you move in and out of your emotions and he sort of stays in one emotion but it's becomes it becomes like a dichotomy where it's like like you're you're both playing tennis but he's wearing a a a red tennis outfit and you're wearing a, a an orange one there's 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 fun in that too but have him start trying to do ascending melodies that'll at least get him in a, into a comfortable place when he wants to sound like he has more personality. Well, he's right here. Can, you want to diagnose him real quick? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's diagnose him. Please fix him. That's what fix she's him. saying. <laughs> fix my man. So what, you, so what you're saying is I'm, I'm good, right? Well, I need help. So now talk to me. Tell me something that you're really passionate about. Man, who knows? Uh, I guess video games. I can play video games. You don't even sound like that. Don't try to sound like... Well, I've been listening no, to him, so don't go there. Like there you go. He's passionate about the, the misses when she gets on him. Now, pretend you're mad at her. Yeah. Now, okay, awesome. You see what happened when she when he spoke, and then she she spoke. What did he do? He went up high here like this, so he does have some melody in his voice. So it's like kind of like, you know, you just you're, you you kind of park yourself down here in the range. And I'll, let's just say this is video game voice. You don't want to get too excited because you press the wrong button and somebody gets killed. So you're down you're down here in the range and you're, you're you got a good four hours planned for, for video games. You don't want to get too excited too fast. So but you just but you just showed me when you when you're up here. Do that for me. Pretend I just butt in. You're like, Roger, stop butting in. Roger, stop butting in. Yeah, I, I can do this as much as I want. I can speak high if I wanted to. I can speak high, I can speak high if I wanted to. I could show all the emotion in the world if I wanted to. I can show all the emotion in the world if I wanted to. I just normally keep my voice in neutral. I just normally keep my voice in neutral. But I can do this. It would just be a choice. I can do this, but it just be a choice. Okay. Now here's why you need to make that choice. Sometime we all think we all think that our voices are for us. That we have to find a voice that we like listening to that makes us feel good when we hear it. But that's not the whole concept of voice. I say that our voices are supposed to be gifts that we give away. My voice is, I'm supposed to make my voice sound good so that other people like listening to me. You know why I know that's supposed to be? Because my mouth is in the front of my, front of my face, right? Well, where are my ears? My ears are on the side, way tucked back over here. So when I speak, sound goes away from me, doesn't go towards my ears. So what's that saying? That's saying that my sound is not for me. It's for those people in front of me. So I should probably make sounds that make other people feel things instead of just making sounds that make me feel something because my voice is a gift so you say this for me my voice is a gift my voice is a gift and if my wife wants to hear more emotion from me and if my wife wants to hear more emotion from me i'll just give it to her because that's a gift i can give freely I'll just give it to her because that's a gift I can give freely. Costs me nothing and it achieves everything. Costs me nothing and it achieves everything. And the listeners of my podcast might want to hear that too. And the listeners of my podcast might want to listen to it too. 
There you go. So just remember, you're a gift. You're a gift. Your voice is a gift. It's not for you. If you happen to enjoy it, that's a bonus. But your voice is supposed to be for everyone else. That's awesome. Awesome. That was amazing. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Jessica, hope you guys enjoyed that. And more importantly, hope you'll actually heed that advice and uh, look forward to hearing more of your podcast in the future. All right, let's uh, let's go to Susan. You. And then you're Steve. very welcome. And then, uh, let's, yes, please. Steve, please, um, please. I heard we have a, a celebrity in the house. Oh. And uh, Susan, I, 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 uh, I, I know uh, you're waiting patiently. I just want to introduce this celebrity real quick. Um, I hear that. He's actually taken over uh, Matthew Friend's account. Um, I hear Howard Stern is with us tonight. Right. So I got to just tell you, okay, so this is a very exciting moment in my life because for the first time, I'm speaking with a vocal coach, and this guy is phenomenal, okay? I did a show last night, okay? We had Robin. We had the whole gang, and I'm a little out of breath because I ran up the stairs to unmute myself, but I can tell you this, okay? Roger knows what he's doing. He worked with Bradley Cooper, and Robin is a big Bradley Cooper fan. Craig, do you know that? I did not know that. And it's an unbelievable thing. I do want to learn how to sing, because we're actually doing a Howard Stern show later tonight, and any vocal ability, ways to strengthen my voice, would be a real treat. And I hate to spam this, you know, this chat with a bunch of my impressions, but we are in the presence of a vocal master, and I'm talking about Roger. So, Roger... I actually have here Donald Trump, who just walked into the studio. Well, it's a beautiful thing. And what I can tell you is that Roger is a great guy. A lot of people are saying it. He knows vocals better than anybody's ever seen in the world. That I can tell you. When you look at vocals, we see Craig, we see Nicole, we see a lot of people. Okay, you know what? That's enough of Donald. But what I can say, I'll do two more impressions, then I will shut up. Because there's nothing worse than when some guy comes on the stage and hijacks the room. Right, Craig? One other guy, this is John Oliver, the host of Last Week Tonight. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, this is absurd. Thank you very much to Nicole and Craig and Roger and Steve, because this is an incredibly informative room. One more, we have Andy Cohen, the host of Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God, this is amazing. Here with Roger and Craig, I hope we can play a quick speed round of Plead the Fifth. It's going to be great. One more to close. Hey, Roger, by the way, uh, this is Barack Obama, and I just wanted to say that uh, I appreciate what you do so much because I think that people are forgetting that their voice matters. Every voice matters. I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. And I appreciate that you encourage everybody, not just the stars, but everybody to remember that their voice needs to be heard. So thank you so much. Was that just inspirational or what, Craig? Was it phenomenal? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh man. Well played, Matthew. Well played, sir. Well, it's a weird thing because well now I'm being myself again, but no, you're not. I, I I'm loving this this conversation because uh impressions are my thing, obviously, and that, that's what I do. And I rarely spend time in my own voice. So it's a real joy to to speak with such a pro. Matthew, Matthew's thank, amazing. Oh my God. Matthew, thank you so much for that entertainment. I really enjoyed it. My, my cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> well, awesome. you know, I, I will tell you, we are doing, and the, the, the worst thing is, as I mentioned earlier, Craig, the worst thing is when people try to promote themselves 
But I do want your input when we do the Howard Show again, because I think you'd be a great addition. We had Paul on last night. It totally blew up. So you, you better come on in about an hour and a half, because I think you'd be a great ad. <laughs> there you go. All right, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I can literally say my friends because there's like 12 of you in there, man. So that was great, Matthew. Thank you for that. Seeing Jim Quick hanging out with us here in Club Pod. And man, just so cool to see so many people coming to show their love for Roger Love. And, and, And again, please make sure you guys are all following Roger. Let's blow them up. I know we started right around. Yeah, look at that. I mean, well over 2,000 now, 2.3 thousand. Blowing you up there, my man, and well-deserved because you are absolutely the best of the best. And it's just so so cool having you hanging out with us here. Before we get greedy on you, Roger, how much more of you do we have? Uh, Just the rest of my life. Okay, there you go. Then easy enough. All right, then if you're okay with it, we were showing some love to the audience and uh, those who were showing love to the club here. Susan, you switched it over to Club Pod, which we greatly appreciate. So... Fire away. What's your question for Roger? First of all, that was amazing. It was incredible, Matthew. I just was laughing too. My cheeks hurt also. So thanks for taking my question. And I just love this whole session. I was practicing as well. And Roger, I have a couple of weird things for you. So you may not have ever had these things. I have a cleft palate. I've had 20 surgeries. So my mouth, my nose, my breathing, my throat, a lot of issues for me. And top that off, I moved to Colorado and I live at 8,500 feet. So as you can tell, I'm even a little out of breath right now. So as I go and I speak at conferences, everything's going virtual. And usually I'm at normal ground zero, right? Not 8,500 trying to do a Zoom call or a virtual session. So what kind of tips would you give for me? Person who already has breathing issues. In fact, my doctor wanted to take my turbinates out. I remember when you talked about that, I'm like, ooh, I'm so glad I did not do that. But I have breathing issues on my left nostril. So any tips on practicing, prepping for someone who's already kind of already behind the game on breathing as it is. I had one friend tell me, lay on the floor and sing. It will increase your rib cage and your strength. And that did help a little bit, but I don't know what you have for me. Okay. First thing I have for you is I'm so proud of you and, and all of the problems that you've already worked your way through mm-hmm. with the issues that you've had. I just want you to know that those those things are not being telegraphed to your listeners. (laughs) Good. So you need, so you need to, you need to, you know, put those, throw those away. All of, all of the things that you're worried about that people are listening to, that they could hear this or that they could hear that and that Mm -hmm. you don't sound great. You need to, you need to forget that, that the old you, it isn't the new you. The new you is you, you come so far and nobody would hear any of the, any of those problems that you that you just mentioned so you should just always think like you don't have those problems anymore okay on all all those ones that you've already overcome do you understand why i say that i think i do okay because there's no no benefit in thinking about what you were because you you're not that anymore you sound amazing now here's some things here's some things that i do notice that you're doing and that is you're still breathing in through your mouth now is that because you're not nostrils are 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 the doctor wanted to take your your turbinates out but again uh, is is that because you have trouble breathing in through your nose? It is. It's partially blocked on the left nostril. Now, some of that's from plastic surgery, three rhinoplasties and all that. And they shaved the bone in my nose. And I think when they did that, it altered my actual natural breathing. Okay. Now, here's the thing that most people... Now, I, I believe me, uh, there. I don't think there is a sound that I that I haven't heard. Okay, so 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 I, I I when somebody tells me a story or there's a sound that I haven't heard, I'm like, whoa, the earth has stopped. 
Right. Uh, that, this is so incredible. So, so I've heard all the sounds that you're making. And here's the interesting thing is people think that they need to bring a lot of air in through the nose to mm -hmm. fill up the lungs. And when they're partially blocked or one side blocked or both sides partially blocked, they feel like there's no way that they can get enough air in to sound great. But there's a difference between getting enough air in to sound great and filling up your lungs. And I want you to free yourself of this idea that you have to free up, that you have to uh, fill your lungs with air. Right now, I want you to silently take in some air through your nose. Okay, just breathe in through your nose, close your lips, and take some air in through your nose. Okay. Done. Okay, now do it so that I can hear it now. That was great, super silent, but do it so I can hear it so I know how much air comes in. Okay, that's a ton of air. So in, in, in comparison to that, was did you, now take in without making any noise at all and, okay. and see if you can get almost that much air. Yeah, I can. Okay, you, don't need, you only need half that much air to get you from starting a sentence to the next comma. Okay. You don't even need all that air. So this idea that you have to have your lungs full of air, so you're breathing into your mouth, which I don't, that's the sound of your voice I don't like. I hear you going, like you're breathing into your mouth and then I feel I, 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 that draws too much attention to it. I want yeah, it you to, I yeah. want you to learn how to do silent breathing. And I want you to just take in a little bit of air and then just get to the comma and then take in another little bit of air and get to the comma and try that for me. Say, Roger wants me to speak with shorter phrases. Roger wants me to speak with shorter phrases. Breathe in through my nose. Breathe in through my nose. Not ever take any breaths in through my mouth. Not ever take any breaths through my mouth. And Roger says the way this sounds right now and Roger says the way this sounds right now actually makes me sound more relaxed. Actually makes me sound more relaxed. And I don't hear the sound of the gulping air through my nose. <laughs> I don't hear the gulping sound of air through my nose. And my voice just seems like it flows a little better. And my voice sounds like it flows better. So the, the first change for you is that you don't need any more air than that. You didn't pass out right there, did you? No. <laughs> So, and so, I, I also go fast. I get excited. And the, uh, one of the things I do when I you know, speak is I have to like, remind myself, don't go fast when you're nervous, because that'll actually make it worse. But you can go fast. But look what you just did. You just took four sentences. and you, uh, The fast is fine, but stop connecting four sentences. You said this. You know what I also do is I also go fast. So when I don't like to connect all the words together, and I just connect all them together, and I go really, really fast. And of course, I'm going to run out of air and feel like I can't get any air in my nose. Right. So remember, oh I, I don't know if you were in the beginning when I said, stop thinking that you're getting paid by the word. Yes, I did hear that. Right, Start right. thinking that you're getting paid by the silent spots. Mm, that's better. Yeah. Right. Do you sure. know a composer spends just as much time writing the rests in a, no, in, in a song that they do oh. the notes? Yes, yes. I play violin and viola and cello, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, look, what you just said. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I play violin and cello, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm a pearl diver, and I never need to come up for air. Mm. <laughs> I did it again. See, how, see, see Roger <laughs> yeah. wants me to have short sentences. Roger wants me to have short sentences. Yeah. Roger wants me to put a lot more commas in. 
Roger wants me to put a lot more commas in. And then I'll never run out of air. And then I'll never run out of air. And I'll just feel more relaxed and in control. And I'll feel more relaxed and in control. And I can speak as fast as I want. And I can speak as fast as I want. I just can't extend the sentences. I can't extend the sentences. Oh, that's good. That's good. You know, it's funny is I write that way. I'm very short, quick, terse, executive summary style. So it's funny. I wouldn't do it here. Do you see how you rush? See how you rush through I all those comments? Say I the same it. thing again. I told you, I'm, I'll pay you. I'll pay you to have longer rests. Okay. So say it again. Roger, I love to rush, but I don't really stop that much. But maybe I could just stop more, especially if you're going to pay me for all the rests. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is great. This is so important. You understand? That's awesome. I do. I do. Way to this go. Is Way to transformational. go. Thank you so much. You're thank you so much. You're awesome. Thank you. There you Appreciate go. You. Steve and Craig, thank you as well. Appreciate Absolutely. You there you go, Susan. Great having you here. Thank you so much. Craig, let me uh, let me defer over to you, man. As we hit the uh, the 90 minute mark, I, I don't want to be too greedy here of Roger's time. I know he's got things going on, but at the same token, I mean, man, the, we just so much love here in the room right now. Still over a thousand people, and uh, this is your first time joining us here in Club Pod. Welcome. Put your thumb on that little greenhouse and uh, join us in Club Pod. Make sure that you turn on that little bell and get notifications uh, of when we go live here on Club Pod with all kinds of interesting people that cover podcasts, podcast culture, the world of podcasting, uh, etc. Almost twenty four seven now with sixty odd Club Pod leaders leading rooms. So, so much fun stuff going on here uh, all the time. If we've never met before. My name is Steve Olsher. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine. Always looking for folks to feature uh, in the magazine, so make sure you grab a free subscription at clubpod.club uh, and reach out for one of the category directors there because we are always looking for shows to feature as well. Craig, what uh, what do you think we should do here, my man? I want to defer to you and allow you to make the call on, uh, on how long you want to go. Well, Steve, I uh, think I'm one of few people in this room that knows what Roger charges per hour to coach uh, vocal lessons and like take that number that you're thinking in your head. And it's like much, much, much higher than that. Like, like it's a lot higher than what you're thinking. And Roger just said, we have him for the rest of his life. Yeah. I heard that. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think we should just keep this room and make it one of those 48 Sweet. hour rooms at least. Um, but at the, I mean, that, that'd be my first Let's choice go. is 48 hours, but if we can't get 48 hours, maybe at least go another 30 minutes. Sounds like a plan. Roger, you good with that? Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. And so I know we brought up a lot of our friends here and uh, we've opened the stage up for those who show some Let a Club Pod as well and changed over the image. Uh, Craig, let me defer over to you because I brought up a couple people from the Club Pod community uh, and I know you've got a lot of uh, folks up here as moderators as well. So let me, let me have you take to the, uh, the next couple here. You know, I wanted to say what's up to a man who has made so much impact with his voice and his words. Uh, my good friend in Q, who is a poetry slam champion and just someone who, when he speaks, it goes straight into your soul. Uh, in Q, good to see you on this platform, man. How you doing? Have you met Roger before? Yeah, Roger and I spoke on the phone once. Roger, this has been a great room. Thank you guys for having me. And Craig, uh, appreciate you putting this on, man. The pleasure is mine. Do you have a question for Roger tonight, or are you just uh, just just chilling? I wanted to give you the opportunity if, in case you do. No, I'm just kind of along for the ride. You know, I, I make a living using my voice, and 
I kind of have all these different exercises to stretch and expand it within my own art form. So it's really interesting for me to hear it uh, from a vocal coach's perspective. And I feel like the people that have spoken so far, you've really helped them. So it's been nice to, to be a witness to that. Great to hear your voice in Q. Nice, uh, nice hearing you again. I hope all is wonderful in your life. Thank you, brother. Ditto. Hey, I'd love to jump in if I could. This is John uh, up here, John Cohen. Um, Roger, this has been a pleasure just to hear all of your great advice and wisdom. <clears throat> I'm a, a film producer and work in animation and work with a lot of voice actors. And gosh, it is such an incredible skill to be able to perform only using your voice. And, you know, when you're not able to use any of the other tools in your bag of tricks as a performer, um, you know, how do you express emotion and communicate comedy and heart and everything with just your voice? And it's been fascinating to hear all of your perspective on it because it's, um, it's giving me a lot of great insight. So, um, and of course now I'm being, I'm feeling all self-conscious about my own voice because you've, you've got such a fantastic one and, and so does everyone else who's been here. So great stuff. John, thank you so much. I always say that God said, let there be light. And he could have just done it, but he said it. So there really must be incredible power in the voice if God had to say it or it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Love it. So and, then I and then I claim to be a Bible scholar and then people usually laugh. So, but, <laughs> but, but the point is, is that the voice, your voice is literally the most powerful communication tool we have. And yet not over 90% of the population actually hates the sound of their own voice when they hear it back on, on recorded medium. And it, it's just that people think that they were born with that voice and that somehow that's their destiny and they're stuck with it. But I always say that you're not born with the voice that you have. You were born with an instrument. And, it, and you, the reason you have the voice that you have is just because you imitated people that were in your life. So if your mom spoke really high like this and you love breast milk, you are like, mommy, I'm hungry. And if your dad, <laughs> and, if you, and if your dad spoke like this, <laughs> forget about that breast milk, let's go fishing. And you, and you were, your tummy was full and you wanted to go fishing. You'd be like, fish, daddy, fish. So you basically imitated the sounds of the people that were around you so that you could connect with those people that are around you. It's called mirroring. And it's what our buddy Chris Voss talks about in negotiating, how, how we mirror sounds that we hear. So that's how you got the voice that you have. And that's how most of us got the voice that we have. But, but I love it because I think that at any moment you, have, you decide that you could make your voice change because you meet somebody like me, that's, that's a, that should be the greatest day of your life because you can decide to sound however you want. So if you want to sound more like stronger or, or more powerful or more friendly or funnier, you can just add whatever sounds you need. And then the whole rest of your life is a it, voices. You, you use voices that you choose. So let me talk about your voice. OK, first of all, you have a nice voice. OK, can I can I give you a little comment? Yeah, of course, please okay. Te tear me apart. No, I will <laughs> not. I will not tear you apart. I will build you up. I don't tear anybody apart. <laughs> I don't tear anybody apart. And, and, and if I tear anybody apart for a second, well, it's just because I'm going to build them up stronger. So 
you sound young when you speak, which is great. You're young. You're not 140, but you're also not 14. So you kind of sound a little bit young like this, which maybe works sometimes, especially if you're dealing with voice actors and obviously works because you're successful. But what happens when you come down lower? You know, how I had all the other people today. So many of the other people come up higher because they were so low. Well, what about you? Could you go down lower? Could you get down where in Q was? Could you get could you get down lower? What what happened? Roger, when I talk down here, here's what I sound like. That that's a great question. You know, I I find that my voice gets a little bit rough, a little bit gravelly. I'm trying to do it right now. When I get lower, I I, I tend to speak a little bit more comfortably in a higher pitch, which I don't love, but that tends to be where where my comfort zone is. Okay. Awesome. Well, first of all, I love highs and lows. I love it all. And I want you to have it all. But show me what you sound like down here. Imitate me. And when I say this, I could be down here and strong and fat. I, I seriously don't even think I can do that. I, I could be hello. Hello there. Hi. That's that's about the best I can do. Okay. All right. So do this for me. Say, say, uh, say this for me. Say, I can... Uh, I can, I don't okay. know. I don't have much voice there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because here's why. Cause you have all air there. You went, I can now do this for me. Say brat. Brat. I don't yeah. know. It sounds no, no, terrible. No, no, don't, don't, terrible. don't, don't, com don't comment on yourself. Okay. Just, just make the sound that I make and don't say anything else until I fixed it. Okay. Say, say, brat, brat. Awesome. Now say, brat, brat. Oh, I no, can't no. do it louder don't, than that. Oh, don't, I can't. Say, don't say anything else other than what I say to say. Brat, brat. Uh huh. Now say, I can. I cannot. No, you <laughs> see, you see how your your brain won't let you go where I want you to go, but you already went there because just so you know, you just went brat and you didn't go brat. So you did exactly what I want. Got it. Got now it. Do You're this doing for great, me. John. You're doing so, really well. So stay with me. Go, go brat. Brat. Now say can, can. Now say I can, I can. Now say I can if I want. Oh, this is exhausting. I can if I want. Here's me talking down low. Here's me talking down low. This is you're going to be losing so many people from this. No, right you now. got this it, is, man. Come on, play no, with it. Play with it. Play with it. I can't believe really like you it. got Keep it. Going. Keep playing. Keep going. Anyways, oh my god. You just so you know, you already just showed a transformation. You said, "I can if I want," and before you were like, oh, "I can." You can't, I can't because it's too low. <laughs> so you you basically have to readjust the amount of air that you send in other words you're too airy at the bottom and what you want right. to do you want to stop the air more so do this for me 
take a big breath and blow it out and watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a breath and I'm blow it out. And then before I take another breath, I'm going to say this. I'm going to take a breath. I can if I want without taking another breath. Take a breath, blow it out, and then say, I can if I want down low. Okay. I can if I want. Exactly I don't know. Right. Didn't, didn't that sound good, but okay. Yep. No. Stop no, being so me. critical, man. It sounds great. Let it go. Wow. Let it go. Roger's helping you here. Go. I, I, I never say it sounds good if it doesn't sound good. So, so I, don't know, you, I don't know how many people are in the room right now, but I bet. I bet almost everybody thought that that sounded good down there. It sounded way Son, better. Power the mics, guys. Show the so mics. So much better. So I'm just saying, I want you to be able to use that sometimes. I want you to be able to go like, hey, I said, let's close this deal. And you, I want you to say to, to, to your voice actor, I'm not paying you any more money. Get in front of the microphone. Instead of like, I'm not going to pay you any more money. I'm not, And they're like, yeah, you are. No, I'm not going to pay you any more money. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and, and then you, you see where that ends up. <laughs> It's awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Love it. There you this, go. this is fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. And John, all you got to do is, is uh, myself and, and Roger and Craig, all we ask for, I think you've got, uh, what is it, Despicable Me 17 coming out? That's all we need are rolls, man. That's all we ask for. We don't ask for much here on Club Pod. <laughs> well, this, hey this guys, is a ple I, pleasure to be here, guys. Thanks, Thank you John. so much. Appreciate it. I you, have buddy. a question. I have a question, if I may. This is Max over here in the gray shirt. Hi, Roger. It's great to be in this room. What's going on, Craig? Um, I've been uh, professionally on TV for the entirety of my career. I use my voice. You know, I make a living talking about health and nutrition. And uh, I also, I'm, I'm a lifelong student of phonetics. I'm such, I'm enamored with the mechanics of the voice. And I sing and I, I'm currently enrolled in singing lessons. And I just love it. I just love the voice. Um, and I just always have. So my question for Roger is, I don't know if this has been covered in the room so far, but what can you tell us about how to maintain vocal health with, uh, I don't know, like life diet, lifestyle, anything that you have in the toolkit for the professionals, uh, in the room to better maintain, uh, vocal health through, you know, through the trials and tribulations that the voice naturally goes through when you use your voice for a living. I had the same question. Yeah, Roger, you're muted, just so you know. Sorry, there you go, buddy. You yep, much. you're good. <laughs> Look how much I'm saving my See? voice. See? You muted. saved it right away. So, so uh, not a cop-out answer, but an answer that needs an explanation. You need to drink more water. Here's why. And you need to stop doing throat lozenges, gum, smoking stuff when you want to speak, because there's two holes in the throat, one for food and liquid and one for air. And the vocal cords live down the air hole. So when you suck a lozenge or you chew gum, none of that creates any moisture for the cords. Because when you're sucking that lozenge and you think you're moisturizing your throat or when you spray something in your mouth and you think that lubricates your throat, it goes right down the food and liquid hole and the vocal cords live down the other hole. So the only way to create moisture on the vocal cords and they need a lot of moisture because they're always rubbing up against each other all the time. The only way they get that moisture is by drinking. So you drink a lot of water. But if you think, wow, my throat is really dry and I've got to talk again for another 16 hours straight, I better drink some more water. 
and you think that that touches the vocal cords. No, I told you that goes down the food and liquid hole. So when you drink, it doesn't even go anywhere near your vocal cords. So the only way is to have so much water in your system that the bloodstream carries that moisture to the salivary glands that produce phlegm. But you have to have at least a half a gallon to three quarters of a gallon of water in your body to get all of the vital organs in your body hydrated, like your brain and all the things that keep you alive and your heart. They need water first. And at the end of the line, standing in the line, waving their hands, saying, me, 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 I'm thirsty, are the vocal cords. But they don't get it till the very end of the line because they're not keeping you alive. So you need to drink more water. You need to stop chewing gum because that's just sucking all the moisture out of your throat. You need to forget about throat sprays or lozenges because those are just making the companies rich. You need to pay attention to what is giving you thick phlegm. Now, you know the word phlegm and people are like, phlegm, it must be a bad word. No, phlegm's an amazing word. Phlegm is the motor oil of your vocal cords. If you didn't have any phlegm, you wouldn't be able to speak or sing. The key is you want to keep the phlegm that's on your vocal cords thin and watery so that it doesn't get in the way and, and you're always clearing your throat. The only way to do that is lots of water. But there are certain things that people are a little bit allergic to and it makes thick phlegm. For example, extra caffeine. Some people are really sensitive to caffeine and it speeds up the production of thick mucus. You don't want it because you don't want to be clearing your throat. Some people have little dairy allergies and the only thing that it does is gives them a little bit phlegm. So they don't think they're allergic to dairy, but it actually gives them more phlegm. So the most common ways of hurting your voice and losing your voice is eating and drinking things that make too much thick phlegm. And then you're clearing your throat all the time and that's making your vocal cords red and puffy and swollen. So, so also smoking, if you smoke anything or are even in a room where you're inhaling smoke and you breathe that in, guess what? That goes down the air hole. Mm. That goes down the air hole right to the vocal cords. That's why being in a room where people are smoking makes your vocal cords almost completely dry within, within seconds. So about eating and drinking, stay away from too much dairy, stay away from too much caffeine, or at least, and, to, and, and test those things, because maybe, you know, look, when I remember one of my, one of my groups over in the 90s was Poison, and, and Brett Michaels, we used to, we, we were on a bus tour together all across America several times, and he would stop off and get a pizza, and then he would wash it down with alcohol, and, and he, which is also drying and also creates extra thick phlegm because it, it makes the body dehydrated. And he didn't have any problems with phlegm. So you have to kind of figure out what works for you and hydrate your body and get rid of the things that are making extra thick phlegm. And that'll really help your voice last longer. That's Love a, that. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Yeah, it's sure, some really sage advice. And, and I'll tell you, as somebody who drinks iced tea uh, on the daily, man, I did not even, I, I never made the correlation between caffeine and the potential for having additional, well, as you called it, you know, not the, the right sort of phlegm that you want to have. Never made that connection. Interesting. Well, when, you, when you have caffeine, you dehydrate your body. So then your brain says, hey, we're dehydrated. And so it says, well, maybe we better make more fluids. And it makes more fluids. But when the body says we're dehydrated and we need, need to make more fluids, it goes into overproduction. So it overproduces it because it starts to go into almost like panic mode. Mm. So 
So, but you look, if you don't have a phlegm problem, if you're not always clearing your throat, then that iced tea and that caffeine's not having any effect. I no, I, I, and I often am. So I think uh-huh. there's a real possibility that there's a correlation between the iced tea and the clearing. Okay. I love it. So cut back on the iced tea. Hey, I remember the first time I got the gig, uh, I got a call and they said, we want you to go to Ibiza. I said, I don't know where that is. They said, you're going to like it. They said, we want you to work with this band called Def Leppard. And I said, I don't know who that is. And they were like, you're going to love it. And so, and so I flew to Ibiza and, and checked into this beautiful resort overlooking the, the water. And I, I went to, into the, the bar lounge and Joe Elliott came, to, came up to me and he was like, hello, I'm Joe Elliott. And I said, great. I, I said, honestly, I'm not that familiar with any of your songs. So I'm looking forward to hearing your music. And so, so we talked and he said he was looking forward to working with me. And, and then the next day I show up at this little rehearsal space, this, this hole in the wall in Ibiza and the band is in front of me, all, all of Def Leppard. And I was like, I'll just play some of your songs. And then they start playing the songs. Pour some sugar on me. And hit after hit after hit. I'm like, oh, that's who Def Leppard is. And I tell this story because he had one guy on the left of the stage. And I was trying to figure out what he does. Okay, all I could see him doing was his whole job was he was supposed to warm water, get, you know, heat water, and then squeeze lemons, and then continue to give Joe Elliott warm water with lemons. And Joe loved warm water with lemons and he was drinking it all day. But Joe was swimming in phlegm. I mean, he was drowning in phlegm. So at the end of the first day, I said, I got some good news for you. And I got some bad news for you. I said, he said, what's the good news? I said, the good news is I'm going to help you sing all those high notes. You're going to be amazing. I I love your music. I'm so happy to be here. The bad news is you're going to have to find another job for the guy who makes your lemonade because you can't drink that anymore. So it's hilarious. So that's what it reminds me of because oh. but he was susceptible, but you know, so you just have to learn what's making extra thick phlegm and making it harder on your vocal cords. I still remember that day and they did find another, another job for that guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah, please. Simon. Hey, uh, welcome to clubhouse, Roger. Uh, if you PTR, I put in a picture of us when we first met. Simon, we look so handsome together. <laughs> I know it was so much fun that day at expert Academy. So quick question to you, um, you know, we, the moderators here in Clubhouse, we spend a lot of time in, in rooms and, and talking, you know, mostly like most of the day. And by the end of the day, you know, the voice kind of like, you know, you feel that the intensity of the voice is going down. So uh, my mentor, Brendan Bouchard, he always speaks, you know, after his live events of four or five days of talking by himself, he spent about three to four days without talking at all. So. I'm, I'm curious to know, like, is there like a specific time or like l- length of time that we have to like stop speaking or just, uh, you know, putting some breaks during the days or uh, not actually be on Clubhouse every day and talking every day uh, to, to preserve our voice codes? Okay. First of all, Simon, great. Nice to see you again. And uh, second of all, Brendan was on earlier. I don't know if you missed him. He was on at the beginning of this call and to give some love. Yeah, yeah we're one of them. And, and here's the answer to your question, okay? You're going to like it, and you're not going to like it. The answer to your question is, and I said this earlier, and I meant it, you're able, you're, the voice is, able, is capable of speaking 24 hours a day 
and never getting hoarse, never needing that much rest ever. So if you're speaking for X number of hours, no matter how many hours it is, you're still doing something wrong that's drying out your vocal cords and you're still, you're still losing your voice because of the way that you speak. Because you should be able to speak all day and just re relax a little bit if you feel like it during lunch because it's a good time to eat. And then when you're finished with the day, you should you can relax a little bit because you're because you're just tired. Every part of you is tired. And then if you if after a half an hour rest or an hour rest, even if it was that long, you should be able to get right back on Clubhouse if you're doing what's right. You still are are doing too much of that squeaky hinge sound, which we talked about that vocal fry. So that you're you're too low in the range too much of the time and you're still doing vocal fry. And that's what's wearing at your voice. You got to speak a little higher. You got to stop holding your breath. You got to make sure your stomach is coming in. Those tips that I already gave today, you need to put the, you need to, you need to adhere to those as well. So speak a little higher, start getting rid of that squeaky hinge because that squeaky hinge is happening because you're running out of breath and you're, you're the moderator. So you just feel like you got to do more words, but more air, higher pitch, you're going to be fine. And the reason that Brendan takes five days off is because he can. <laughs> it isn't because he has to. It's because he can. Yeah. He doesn't have to. It's just, it, it's, he works so hard. We all work so hard. I do three-day events too. And we work so hard to get uh, that, those three-day events happening and, and, and be magic for those days and nights that it's all on us and the weeks of preparation. So we're all tired when at the end of three day events but but you know i i've been known to do three day events day and night and get and, and nine o'clock in the morning be working on we're, we're teaching a lesson or doing or doing a podcast or doing an interview and it's fine rest is great but also learning how to speak 24 hours a day and never getting hoarse that's also great awesome thank you thanks simon Really appreciate it here. All right, before we start hitting the final, final home stretch, um, make sure, let me just, I just don't want to miss anybody because I know Jim Quick is here and Serena and everybody else has been so patient. Um, if you absolutely positively uh, are a moderator at this point and want to say something, we just flash your mic real quick. I just want to give anybody else an opportunity here. Um, yeah, let me let me have Jim Quick go uh, and then we'll get to Serena and Tony. Try to keep it brief. But Jim, man, really great having you here. Good to reconnect uh man it's been a long time you and i actually click geez it was an author 101 event way way wow. way back in the day so so good to reconnect with you man i've been trying to figure oh. out how to get in touch with you to do something uh here with the feature for podcast magazine so i'd love yeah. it if you reached out man let's make that happen jim what's your question for roger no it's really great to be here steve and uh, i just wanted to say a quick hello to, to roger um how you doing buddy Jim, Jim, to... always, always happy to hear you. When, when I hear you, suddenly my memory gets better, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Roger and I go back uh, like ten years, and um, I, I credit him as being my voice coach. You know, somebody who's always on podcasts, and does you know a few hundred million in videos and views, and addresses a quarter million people live every single year. You know, my voice is 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 everything. So, Roger, I'm a client of Roger's, and and just I refer my clients to Roger, and he's he's world class. Um, we both actually were on faculty. I don't know if you remember this. This is a memory thing, <laughs> Roger. But um, for Brendan's uh, world's greatest speaker, where with you and I and uh, and Bo. Bo would do a uh, physicality on stage. I would teach people how to remember scripts and there's there's talking points more easily and 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 you would do voice and Brendan would do um, the marketing piece. But um, 
yeah, I don't want to take up time for where people could ask questions. I just wanted to, I wanted to come on stage just so my uh, my followers here on Clubhouse get notified no, of this important awesome. conversation. And uh, and please, you know, if you if you're not following Roger, I encourage. Jim, thank you so much for the love. You're awesome, and your voice matters in the world. And anything that I can do to, to uh, as I've done for the last ten years, anything that I can do for you, I'm there. Thank you so much for showing support tonight. I really appreciate it, buddy. Love you, my friend. I love That's you awesome. too, buddy. Love for love, for sure, for sure. Thanks, Jim. Let's uh, let's give Serena an opportunity, and then Tony, and then uh, I think we're gonna just wrap here. Although we'd love to keep going. Let's, jeez, uh, two hours in, over a thousand people here still, which is amazing. Uh, but let's give Serena uh, an opportunity, and then Tony. Hi, guys. Thanks so much, Steve. Thanks, Craig. Hi, Roger. I just wanted to say hi. Um, you know, for, for those of you guys who don't know, Roger has been my mentor and coach for, has it been almost two years, Roger? Like maybe a year, year and a half, I think. Two years, forever. Just, for the rest know. of our life. Um, no, I just, I just want everyone to hear beyond being the most incredible voice coach. You're just, just such a phenomenal person. And I just wanted to say thank you and be up here to support you because you have truly helped me so much. You've helped me change my voice. I was, and sometimes I can still do it, but I've been that airy squeaky hinge and you've just helped me so much over the past two years. So just want to send you love. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you for everything that you're doing for the world. I love you. I, I didn't realize uh, now I never have to die and I never have to have a funeral <laughs> ceremony or a eulogy because I think I'm getting a way better eulogy tonight than I could have had when, right? I, when I'm dead. So just thank you for not, thank all of you for not having me to go through the, the, the absolute pains and torture of death to experience so many <laughs> incredible people saying so many nice things. That's what Clubhouse you, is. It's just one big reunion of people who love you. That's what, I mean, that's one of the best things about Clubhouse that I have found. And, and, and Roger, you'll find this as well is like you'll reconnect with people that you haven't spoke to in years and, and they just want to, it's just, they want to have the best most authentic, real, raw conversations with you here in ways that, you know, frankly, you can't do in a lot of other environments. But it seems like maybe it's because it's audio only and as somebody who teaches voice and, and you really understand the power of voice, I'm sure this is no surprise to you, Roger, in terms of the success of this platform, because there's just something so raw and real and authentic and beautiful about the human voice in its purest form. And you just can't be you, you can't hide behind anything here on this platform yes i was when i heard about it my buddy terry torque told me about it and, and invited me and he said this is a platform that you are just going to love and a platform that needs you and i i was i was so excited to start to experience it and, and really tonight is my biggest experience with it so thank thank everybody so much for for making my my uh, debutante uh, arrival uh, at this at this sweet sixteen party so beautiful and so loving, but but I you know I know the power of voice and it it, it never surprises me when people's voices rise and you know we live in a world where everybody's sort of shouting but but trying to make change but but you it's all just too much shouting. Hey, and Roger. Yeah. I'm going to shout over you for a second. 
Go on, Greg. <laughs> because I just noticed you only have uh, 2,700 followers on this platform, and I'd like to see that go to 3,000 because you're adding so much value on this platform. So I'm going to shout, and I'm going to see <laughs> if we can get you to 3,000 right now because if you're in this room and you're out following Roger Love, yeah, uh, I, I just, you know, I don't know what you're thinking because Roger's going to be on here dropping so much value and has tonight this has just been fantastic roger roger as you know i gotta jump off to start a room with our good friend trent shelton so i also wanted to say goodbye and thank you tonight and steve's will take it home and i know you uh, have some other uh, a couple more people that you're going to talk to on stage so i don't want to take up too much time but i just wanted to say it's been an honor hosting your first clubhouse room and uh, much love to everyone here that joined us craig thank you so much i really really appreciate you buddy Thanks, Craig. We'll uh, we'll definitely be in touch, my man. Appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, I was gonna try to get to Tony here, man, but I, I got to be respectful of Roger and his time. Uh, I know you said you got a lifetime here with us, man, but um, we'll we'll have you back. And and we had an opportunity to connect no, no, earlier today. No, let, yes, let, Roger. Please, please let Tony do it. Please. Okay, there you go, I'll it, Tony. I'll keep it you short. You are Roger. up. Okay, short. Roger, you got it, buddy. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> Thanks Wait, so much, Tony Roger. Oh, this Tony. Right. This Tony. Yeah, up top. So so, so the. Uh, the beauty of this app is that I get to share a stage with somebody that is an indirect mentor, Roger. I actually was very stage fright and I didn't find my voice. And this was as recent as 2017. And when I started to find voice lessons and I was actually referred to your book, Set Your Voice Free by one of my vocalist friends, because he's like, Tony, you're too damn monotone. You got to get out of this. And you say, um, too much. You say, um, between every sentence, what's wrong with you? And you need to find this guy, Roger Love and listen to this book. And Honestly, the first time I was listening to the book, I was like, dude, I'm never going to be able to do this because you have such a dynamic range and you you make people really uncomfortable because we dwell on that low voice type monotone thing. And, you know, listening to it a couple of times, I had to just push myself and push myself and push myself to find that range. And I just want to say, dude, you inspired me. And part of my voice that I have today that I stand on stages now is because of you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Beautiful. We... I'm I'm honored by your presence. I'm honored by the fact that everybody had a zillion places they could have been over the last couple hours and that they chose to be here. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. This is this is just the first of many times that uh, that we're going to be together and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make a vow that I'm going to be doing a, a lot more rooms on a regular basis. And I really, I really enjoyed myself tonight. It was wonderful. It, the, I have a, uh, I'm so lucky that I have a beautiful family to go home to. And, uh, I, but it's seven o'clock at night. And usually I'd be like, what the hell am I doing still at work <laughs> when I have a family like that to go home to? And let me just say that I just felt for the last two hours that I got a whole new family. So thank you so much. Uh, I'll be missing all of you when I, when I press leave quietly but thank you yeah. all for being here and thank you steve so much you're so professional and so got it together and i really i really appreciate it man oh man really appreciate that and uh if i can do anything for you at all steve at podcastmagazine.com direct email and we'd love to have you back here in club pod all right my friends we will make it official if you missed any of this at all we've been going for two hours strong this is i mean my god this is a master class no matter how you slice it and this has been an absolute masterclass. And if you missed anything at all, this was recorded. We are going to release this as an episode uh, of Reinvention Radio here in the future. You'll see it in just uh, a week or so. 
featuring the one that the only Roger loves. So it's really been an honor and a privilege to have you here. Please make sure you're following everybody up here on stage, especially Roger. Roger, who started out, I believe, below 2,000 before this room tonight, and we pushed him up over 2.8. If we can get him over 3,000, that would be so, so amazing. Make sure you put your thumb on Club Pod there on that little house there and join us and turn on the bell so you get notifications of when we go live here in Club Pod. We actually have 60 Club Pod leaders who lead rooms all the time here. So if you're in a podcast, podcast culture, the world of podcasting, we cover it all here in Club Pod. And as a special thank you for being here with us. If you missed it before, I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine, just as a private backdoor special thank you. It's a link that we give you here, which is clubpod.club. That'll take you, again, to a place where you can get a free lifetime subscription to the magazine, free of charge. Just, again, a, a, just a huge thank you for being here and hanging out with us in Club Pod. So clubpod.club over there. I'm going to let it go right now and just say again, thank you, Roger. And again, we'll release this as an episode of Reinvention Radio. If you're listening to the podcast, join us in Club Pod. Obviously, you're here in Club Pod. Join us on Reinvention Radio for the podcast editions of these as well. All right, my friends, have a great night. We'll talk to you really, really, really soon. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. 